<laughs> Sorry, Coin, I jumped the gun there, eh? That's all right, mate. So, cheers to you. Cheers. Yeah, I got a little bit excited and I sat down in the chair before we even started recording and then I cracked my beer. Well, usually we wait for um, to press the play button, but I think I was, I was just a bit too excited about this week's episode, Coin. Mate, I don't blame you. It's been a long-ass fucking week. Oh. It's been a slog this week. Yeah. I myself have been keen to get into a beer, so... 100%. Mate, Especially on a Friday night. I was like literally like a dog looking at food when this beer got put in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait here for five minutes and I was drooling. Like, I was just like... <laughs> Oh, I need to tuck into this ASAP. We need to start this episode off. So hey, Your eyes got bigger than your stomach. I know, exactly. 100%. But Coin, it's a Friday night. Um, how's your week been? Yeah, well, as I said, it's been a long week. It's kind of been one of those slog weeks. Um, fourth week, yeah, coming into the fourth week of uni next week. So yep. this time of year is usually when it starts getting busy. Like I've, I've got a lot of uni on, work, fucking other things are all starting to take place. Uh, number one podcast in the world. Oh, like, there's just a lot of... Um, it's a stressful time. I know, it's a very stressful <laughs> time and uh, a lot of manoeuvring. And I think um, time management has been, like, the thing that I've just had to be re- become really good at. It's yeah. I've been forced to become good at it. So Exactly. Um, just trying to, like, move all the pieces around so I have yeah. enough time and, and still see all my mates and still, like, have time for myself as well. So... Yeah. All that kind of bullshit, you're you know? You're fucking in the Guinness, Guinness Book of World Records for juggling by the sounds of things. Yeah. Juggling all- <laughs> Mate, I can't juggle for shit, but I'm juggling life at the moment. Hey, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking hell. But Queen, um, first and foremost, footy's back. It oh. feels like some normality has been restored. Mate, that's that's been my one thing that just gets me, has got me through like the past couple of weeks, knowing that footy was going to start last week. And what a round. And, oh, mate. I, and I even think this week, this um, the round that we're going into, uh, by the time this podcast drops, it'll be the end of the weekend. So we'll see how the um, games go. But all of them are really close. Like the tips could go either way. You could yeah. tip one way and it'd go the other. For virtually every game this week, like yeah. I think they're all really even games. But the first round of footy, oh, that was a beauty, eh? It was fucking, I honestly reckon I can say confidently it's one of the best first rounds I've seen in a very long time. Mate, that um the first game... Para and Melbourne. Para and Melbourne. That was... That's the best first round game I think I've seen. Mate, they were whacking each other. Oh. Like, I didn't... like. Usually you see when um, you get back into the footy, like the first couple rounds, they're not as... The intensity isn't high because they're not as fit. Yeah. Mate, those, those two clubs must have a fucking hell of a preseason because, oh. like, they ripped into each other. Like, they're... Yeah. Mate, I was saying... um, I was messaging you. It's like, oh... Fuck, how good's this? Like, yeah. I was watching it at home, we were all messaging each other, like, saying, how good's this? The footy's back. Oh. Mate, the lines, I was saying, the line speed's the best line speed I've ever seen. I mean, just, just, yeah, first contact and stuff. It's like the boys have just been fucking sitting in a cage for, like, three months. Oh, and they months. got unleashed, day. Eh? Yeah, they just opened the cage and just went fucking gangbusters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Dead laughs> they set. literally sprinted out onto the over and said, I'm going to take out everyone I can. Saw red and just went, fuck these cunts. But, uh, May so touching on a little bit, what are your thoughts on, uh, it's been a bit of controversy, with the with the first round of the NRL season, the independent doctor um, yeah. has kind of you know blurred a bit of the games and kind of fucked up a few parts. Like the main one, obviously, is Kalen Ponga getting taken off yep. with similar scoreline in the seventieth minute. Yeah, and the rule is they have to be assessed off the field. Uh, so the independent doctor will look at the footage. They have to go off the field, but they can't return to the field for a minimum fifteen minutes. Yeah. So obviously it happens in the seventieth minute of the game. Yeah. Scores locked or the scores close. And like that's key, a massive. Your key player goes off in a crucial. And moment. he wasn't actually, in fact, uh, had any hatred yeah. like concussed. 
um, all that kind of bullshit. It's, so. it's a double-edged sword coin, in my opinion. Like, you got to look out for player safety, all that shit. But at the same time, it's like, fuck, cunts just want to watch you play footy. They get paid. Like, Kalen Pong is on $1.4 million this year. Yeah. He's getting paid to be out there. You don't want to see him earning that money and being on the sideline. So, again, like, look, I think that the game has gotten a little bit he soft. He has had a history as well. He has. Knock, so. He has. Um, but it's gotten a little bit soft and a little bit silly in regard to, like, boys are fucking... Oh, bro, I don't even. You know the single thing it comes down to though is is litigation, bro. Like mm. the NRL is just trying to cover their asses because they know, obviously, from watching other sports, you've seen the NFL in the past. Yeah. You know, tenish years they've got like they've got sued billions of dollars for like putting players back on after concussions, that kind of yeah. thing. And I think you'll start to see in the next twenty years a similar thing happen in the NRL. There'll be players post retirement that are really like struggling you know obviously uh you've heard about the um what's it called it's called uh cte you know, oh yes sorry i was and i was actually going to touch on that and just say obviously we saw what happened to paul green the poor bastard yeah and they said yeah he had forms of cte so which could have been sustained playing rugby league so exactly that's kind of a scary thing that i think the nrl tries to cover their ass a bit with which is fair enough like from a business point of view no one wants to get sued yeah exactly um and and the players want to stay safe as well. You don't want to like you got to sum up like playing footy. Is it is it your life or like because at that point if you just go through it the whole years and keep playing concussed and yeah. getting more knocks and knocks, like your quality of life after footy isn't going to be great. So. Exactly, and I think it goes back to that old saying coin as well: Are you working to live or are you living to work? And these footy boys, obviously, you can only play footy for realistically in the long scheme of things in the biggest scheme of things 15 years max exactly like yeah. it's only a small portion of your life when you measure yeah. it to the rest of the timeline of your life expectancy so i think that they've they've got to definitely look at it in the like through grand scheme of things the grand, of yeah like a, through a bigger lens so you got to yeah. realize like look this isn't forever um, yeah. I need a plan. Hence why a lot of them, and hats off to them, go out and they study and that sort of things. They get a bit of um, experience elsewhere yeah. because they, they know that footy's not the be-all end-all. So yeah, yeah, as yeah. much as it brings us enjoyment and we love our sport, yeah. and I think it's a very important thing in terms of mental health to play um, a team sport. And I know that my kids, when I have them, will be oh, playing. pump them in a team sport. Like, I don't want them to be like excluded from that. And I feel like you just you learn so many skills. and um, I think you learn how to... Sh- like some essential life skills you learn how to share you mm. learn how to like, like operate in a team setting yeah. you learn how to like yeah like coordinate like tasks exactly. which is like essential things when you go out grow up you need to know you know how to communicate you learn how to exactly. like you learn all these like invaluable like skills and life lessons that like take you through life kind of thing and i think we said it in like our first episode if it wasn't for footy like you and i mates. might not have even been mates. Bro, yeah. we, Honestly, you're not a great bloke. So, <laughs> so it was like, just footy. It was just <laughs> footy. The only reason I like is because I messaged you about footy every Friday, Saturday night, and say, oh, how good is it? Hey, hey really, Quinn and I actually don't talk apart from the podcast and once a week to talk about a game. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about, yeah, we come here for the podcast. So so you're just here for business and footy talk. Hey, that's all. That's it. And an occasional oh. holiday every now and hey, then. You caught me out. Hey. <laughs> Coin, speaking of, actually, I want to delve into a little bit. You were talking about CTE and that sort of things. Obviously, that's a very extreme case. Yeah. Um, but, and you just spoke about talking about a holiday too. So those two things are going to actually interlock in this episode, guys. Um, this is going to be 
a little bit of a probably a more somber episode if i can yeah, put it that way but definitely. we want to just um put in our two cents worth here um but on the lighter side of things before we actually get into it coin and i have just booked a holiday Ooh, with two other mates kato and bromo we're going to new zealand we're going to queenstown yeah. we're ready to rip and tear on the slopes um i think why we're bringing this up is one because we're fucking so excited we want to rub it in but secondly like we want to give ourselves something to look forward to so when times get tough um, I think that one of the great bits of life advice I've received is give yourself something to look forward to. 100%. So I think you, you need to coin, like in terms of like balancing your physical and mental health, if you've got something that's in the future that's within realistically your grasp and you've got that to look forward to, whether it's yeah. fucking having a beer with a, um, an old school friend on a Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, that you've got a, you know that you've got a birthday next week or you know that you're going to a wedding or whatever it might be. If you, that's in, always in the back of your mind and it will just lift your mood. Yeah. And I think that that's really, really important, especially in this day and age when I feel like mental health, it's been brought into a new light. Like previous generations haven't spoken as much, in as much depth as what we do now. Yeah. And I feel like that's also because of the technology and stuff that we're like um, accustomed to, yeah. I guess, for a better word. Um, and everyone's always comparing themselves. So you you see, especially in young guys and girls, like they see like um, gym models, fitness freaks, um, sports stars, influencers, whatever, and they're constantly comparing themselves. They look in the mirror and they don't like what they see. Yeah, that is a hard thing, definitely. Like I think even on the front that like a lot of young people, like this is definitely a thing that happens with with, like social media is like a blessing and a curse, I feel like. Like it gives people so many opportunities, but... definitely. I think a lot of people look at when you're young, especially like I know myself, like I'll look at somebody that's like my age, like 21 years old, about like, fuck, they're way further ahead of like me, but yeah. I need to just like focus on my own path. Like, yeah. And that kind of thing and not like be drawn into like, yeah, they may be like further, like financially or like mm. that kind of like mindset, but like, are they actually like happy? Like, exactly. do they like what they do? For like, what yeah, I was gonna say there's like a lot of different like variables that and things as well with the social media front. Like, people post what other people want to see. Yeah. Like, you never really see somebody post like the bad parts about their life. It's only the really good parts. So it's like, it's, it's like a movie coin. Exactly. You only see yeah. the high. You actually only get the highlight reel, bro. That's like, it. You'll go watch a movie, right? And in the trailer, they only show you the best bits, don't they? Yeah, exactly. So, it is. It's a movie trailer. Yeah. Bro. It's a movie trailer in the life, eh? Yeah, definitely. You get you see that two, three minutes, but in reality, the whole thing goes for two hours. But yeah, mate. So touching back on that holiday, yeah, fuck, I'm keen for that. To be honest, like that's as I said, like I've already like touched on a little bit this episode at the start. That this week's just been a slog, but knowing that that holiday's planned for um, late June, early July, it's just like fuck. It just keeps me going a little bit more, and I'm like, oh, I've got to save up for it as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, it, it kind of, like, puts my head down a little bit. And exactly. Just, like, think about, like, the good time it's going to be, like, over there. Setting, setting ourselves a few little goals, like, both financially. We know we're going to have a great time. Um, we're currently battling people from Airbnb trying oh. to convince them that we're over 30 years old because apparently that's a requirement nowadays. <laughs> You've got to be over 30 to stay at some places. Sorry, I'll just fucking... I reckon I'm the most well-disciplined 21-year-old on the planet. <laughs> hey, just let me... Uh, I reckon they should introduce, like, a debate. Like, you should be able to debate the people, and then there's, like, a judicial party. How can you send them a resume? Yeah. <laughs> I might send them my no, resume, eh? How can we go before the courts, and we fucking, like, pledge why we should be allowed to stay, and then they have to let us. The jury debating decides. Yeah. Year six debating. <laughs> Dead <set. laughs> 
But guys, on that note, like Quinn and I are obviously very excited to go away. Um, and if you take anything away from this episode, just let it be. Please give yourself something to look forward to. Um, but without further ado, we're going to get stuck into it. And we hope you guys enjoy this episode on mental health. Loud interlude music. Get ready. <laughs> Dear The Ones, if you've been listening to the podcast thus far, you can probably recognise my voice, but if not, it's Meso. Before I get into this discussion, I just want to assert that I've prepared this little speech for one of a better word, completely incognito mode, and I'm sharing this for the first time with all of you, including Coin. You may call it scripted or put on or whatever you want, but let me make two things clear. This is 100% Meso, and secondly, if you don't believe me, I don't give a shit. Little bit about me, just quickly for context. I'm 21 years old and consider myself, much like many others who give these sort of talks, very lucky. However, there are times that I don't feel so lucky. Although, don't get me wrong, I have great friends, a loving family, a beautiful missus, a car, a job and savings, albeit my savings are a bit scarce at the moment. As a kid, you're taught about emotions and in 21 years of life, it's safe to say that I've experienced the brunt of most of them, be it good or bad. Today, I use this platform, the podcast, and you guys as listeners to share my insight on what I believe to be the world's deadliest silent assassin, the mind. As a 21-year-old kid, I use the word kid because I don't consider myself a man just yet. My life is essentially up in the air. It's just beginning. Despite what they tell you at school, despite expectations, be it parental or your own, and despite whatever perception you have of where you should be, it's flawed. Not many people, if any, are content with where they are. If you take one thing from this, let it be everyone's on their own clock. You dictate your time and destiny. Mental health is so multifaceted that the definition will vary significantly from person to person. Personally, I think your mental health influences everything. A friend of mine encouraged me to use the pod as a platform to provide our two cents on mental health and what it means to us. Now, I know that we laugh, we chat, we drink piss and can interview the shit out of some pretty cool guests... So you may have your reservations about two young blokes chancing their arm at something serious. However, if what we have to say can provide a shed of light in a room full of darkness for one person whose head noise gets the better of them from time to time, then so be it. I've been to therapy twice, not two sessions, two cycles of sessions. Once as a young bloke in primary school and again during my HSC for multiple sessions. I want to stress that this is okay and if you're in this position currently that you have my support. However, an unfortunate reality of therapy is that we as a society wait for adversity as a catalyst for change, or in layman's terms, we wait for shit to hit the fan before we seek help. It's common practice that when someone's mental health takes a dive, our initial response is derived from a medicinal course of action, or we refer them to a professional. But in reality, it's horses for courses. Everyone's different. I'd like to share with you quickly some methods I've implemented into my own life that I believe improve the state of my mental health on a daily basis. I no longer wait for shit to hit the fan. I feel as though I'm proactive and whilst I might have the occasional bad day, I'm pretty in tune with my emotions. First of all, get your 8 to 10 hours sleep. You need your rest. It's pretty self-explanatory. Get out of bed in the morning. I know this might be hard for some, but please, I beg you, go for a morning walk. Go for a swim, go to the gym, exercise. I personally have never met anyone who's been in a bad mood post any of these activities. Do yourselves a favour, go on a late night drive with your friends. I can't stress this enough. doesn't matter if you're 16 years old or you're 60. Get in the car, 
blast some bangers and see where the road takes you. I do this frequently with my mates and the only negative thing to come of it is the petrol prices. Finally, be in touch with your emotions and communicate. Therapy doesn't have to be a commodity. Use the resources you have around you. Talk to your friends, your family, your partner, anyone, and I guarantee that they'll listen. It's not weak to speak. Talk is cheap, and I love you all. Thanks for listening. Yo. <laughs> that was a really hectic day. <laughs> Fuck, I was not expecting that, eh? You got me, yeah. like, teared up like, during that, eh? I didn't even know that about you. Yeah. Like, I literally thought, like, I knew, like, I know you, obviously, but, like, yeah. Fuck, bro. No, thanks for letting me say that, eh? I think, like, um, definitely, like, hearing that, like, I've definitely thought about, I think there's definitely, like, a stigma, especially, like, among guys with, like, trying to, like, seek out, like, help, and, like, I just want to, like, back up what you said and just said, like, yeah, fuck, just go, like, if you're, like, struggling with anything, if you're, if just life thinks, like, you can't handle life at the time, because, like, that's kind of the definition, like, everyone gets anxiety, like, anxiety is, like, a normal thing. Like all that kind of stuff, but like when light things build up and like you, it, it's feeling like it's heavy and it's like too much to handle. That's when you kind of like should like go and like see somebody or like just speak. Like literally, if somebody can just listen to you. Sometimes like obviously it's like not even about somebody giving you tactics. It's literally just somebody being there to lean on, like being able to like listen. Yeah. Because like actually getting like your problems out and just getting them off your chest yeah. in itself is like, I, I feel like the greatest like thing like you can do mental health wise, like, like holding it in, bottling it up is definitely something like I like do a lot. Mm. And I, I usually try and keep like a pretty closed book, but like, obviously like late, like late as of late, um, I've tried to like, yeah, just like talk a little bit more and just like be a bit more open. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think it's like, not masculine at all like it's if anything it's more masculine i reckon yeah it's the way that we perceive masculinity yeah exactly but mate i love that eh? like that that was like that was actually touching <laughs> i honestly do like i in all honesty guys i started i started writing that the other day because coin and i had spoken about doing something on mental health right we know that that is probably it's it's like doing the ick segment right other people have done it mm. um but we wanted to weigh in and just because everyone talks about, yeah, it's not weak to speak. Yeah, go see a therapist and stuff like that. But I wanted to get real. Yeah. And I think that me providing the things that I do and sharing my own experience, as much as people other people do that, I'm not taking that away from yeah, me yeah. by any means. I just think that it, it I don't know, I, I feel better now getting that off my chest. So I yeah. hope that someone out there who maybe thinks along a similar wavelength to me can understand it and feel yeah, better. Yeah, because like majority of the people that probably listen to this at this stage, like yeah. of, the, of the podcast, are people we know. Mm. And so they're probably just thinking like, oh, all the people around me are like happy. And yeah. like they might have days where they're like, oh, fuck, like, mm. this is like hard and shit. But like even just like hearing you say that, like hearing you say that, they're like, oh, shit, like he has those days as well. And he's somebody I know like yeah. really well. Yeah. So like I think that would like help a lot of people that like listen to us that just know us as well. Like, yeah. It's not all like sunshine and roses all the time. Exactly. And, it and it's fine. Yeah, I was going to say, it's literally like fine not to have, like everyone has bad days. Everyone goes through shit. Mm. Everyone has their own problems. But just speaking about it and like confronting them, like other than like pushing them aside yeah. or like hiding them, hiding from them, like in general, is like the best uh, best course of action to For do. Sure. And it's exactly just what you said, Coin. It's okay not to be okay. Yep. 
Um, I think that that's something that's so important to remember. Um, I, went, I was going through the stats of the podcast the other day. I can see that nearly four-fifths, like 80% of our listeners are men. Um, and I feel like we focus on men in particular, especially with mental health, because we're the first ones to say, she'll be right. Um, I don't need to talk about it. Um, I'll get through it on my own. We become like this lone wolf where in reality, I think it, it honestly takes more nowadays to be able to let your guard down, break down your walls and, and talk to your mates about something serious. Like, yeah, we fucking get on the piss and we might like, we call it cabbie talk or fucking you know what i mean like we tell yeah, each other yeah. we, that we love each other so much but it takes guts to be able to ha sit here have a sober conversation and just lay it all out on a, on yeah in the open so definitely like, i i i appreciate you letting me do that i know that I, I sort of spoke to you during the week so i was probably making you freak out yeah. before i um gave that little speech but hopefully that can yeah shed some light on it like yeah. i said and no, that was beautiful. Like, I'm just touching it on it as well. Like, obviously, you don't have to go into it if you're not comfortable. But, like, were, were they just, like, strep? Like, obviously, you talked about, like, the therapy and that kind of thing, mm. which is, like, completely fine. And that's, like, a normal thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Were they just, like, stressful build-ups in your time? Like, like, life at that time? Like, obviously, the, the HSC one, that's, I think, like, HSC in general and, like, year 12 is definitely, like, over-complicated and over, like analyze like in like a lot of def different facets like people put a lot of emphasis into it and way too much pressure on themselves so like yeah. was that kind of like a bit of like a catalyst you reckon for that that point or there was it just like a combination of a lot of different like stuff because that that's generally like i feel like from my personal experience is like there's not usually one defining event that like tips that that edge. tips well, there's a small event that tips you over the edge, but it's not It's an accumulation. Just, yeah, it's an accumulation of a lot of different things. Like, obviously, like, when you're stressed, like, if you have a lot of different things you're doing, different, like, different instances or circumstances, they just build up and eventually kind of, like, push you to the edge of, like, of course. just really feeling shit. It, it goes back to that saying, coin, like, when things bottle up, right? Yeah, your bottle's only so full. Yeah, it's gonna pour out. Like, yeah, exactly. It's you gonna keep filling it up. Hundred percent, it's gonna overflow. So, yeah. for me, um, I, I couldn't tell you exactly how old I was. I, I would have definitely been around seven or eight years old. I think the first time, maybe a touch older. Um, my my nan passed away when yeah. I was when I was a little bloke. Yeah. Um, had lung cancer. Me and her were like two peas in a pod. Really, really close. Um, she yeah. was a long she was a long term smoker. Life life happens she got cancer passed away yeah um i from that point developed a fear of dying of death yeah yeah, yeah. um just as a little kid not knowing what happens after you die yeah. like is, is all this for nothing um yeah very, you, you very go like deep you just thinking. think about like like what's what's to come after death. Yeah. Like that kind of, yeah, I know what you mean. I I've kind of had like similar like thoughts yeah. myself. And as a, as a family that I wouldn't say we're religious, but we have sort of, I guess, Christian beliefs in the back of mm. our mind. I used to, I, and, and I still do. I don't want to take away from anyone. You can believe what you want, whatever makes you happy, right? But for me personally, I get a lot of comfort and I take pride in thinking that bro, something's got to happen. It's, it's not all for nothing. Me personally... I think that whether my spirit or my energy or my soul, like, sorry, sorry to get a bit hippie on you, but it, yeah, goes, yeah. it, it goes somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it goes, goes somewhere. somewhere. Whether I become... I think that as well. Yeah. I, I, I've got the same 
I'm actually like a bit of like a reincarnation type guy, eh? 100%. (laughs) It's got to go somewhere. Like, yeah, my body and bones and whatever might stay here. Yeah. But I think... I think it's nice to believe that as well. Yeah, of course. And what makes Meso Meso, that's going to go somewhere. I don't want that to go to waste. And we have had a few instances as a family um, where since my nan's passed away that we've been going through some sort of hardship. um, And... My, my nan used to love kookaburras and then, but I'm not even joking, my little brother had um, fucking surgery and a kookaburra popped into the lobby of the hospital, man. Yeah. Like, tell me that's a coincidence. Like, yeah, it's just like weird. Yeah, it, it seems to happen at weird times. Yeah. Like and that almost can't be a coincidence. I, I get goosebumps thinking about it. And yeah. There's just, there's just, yeah, there's times when I definitely feel as... I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, if, if there's something going on that's really stressing me out, I sometimes say a little prayer because I don't know what else to do. Yeah, yeah. And those times, like, everything's always worked out, don't get me wrong. Everything happens for a reason, in my opinion. Um, as I said, one of my, my one of my quotes was, water finds its own level. And yeah. everything sorts itself out, pretty much, yeah. is essentially what that means. And I feel like every time I've said a little prayer, I usually address it to, yeah, I'll say God. And I'll say, and I actually dedicate it to my nan as well. And I'll just be like, yeah, like, dear nan, please tell me that everything's going to be yeah. all right. Just yeah, give yeah, me yeah. something. I just want things to be all right. Yeah. And you know what? It always is. Yeah. So that gives me a lot of hope. And um, I feel like I can I can live happily believing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can conduct myself very well. And obviously when I was yeah in year 12, um, things got a bit much for me again. I think um, it was just, again, like I got into a state of mind where everything was a bit of an ordeal for me. Like I wasn't enjoying my footy. Yeah. Um, I actually might not have even been playing footy at that point, but that's why I left because it was giving me anxiety because I had performance anxiety of letting the boys down or whatever. So yeah. I stepped away from the game, um, which for me, sport is a massive thing. Again, guys, like I said before, please exercise, go for a walk. It releases those chemicals within your body yeah. that make you feel good. Yeah. Um, so I was obviously, yeah, I was away from footy. Um, that actual fear of death came back. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe it was because everything else was going on. Yeah, I think. And yeah, HSC. Yeah, it is, yeah. HSC, you know what I mean? Like that was pretty full on. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't really know what else was going on. I probably wasn't enjoying work as much. Um, and yeah. I was really worried about the future. Like obviously at school, they sort of drill into you. That yeah, you got to make up, bro. Like you don't have to make up your life. Exactly like, right. Colin, we're 21. This is our fourth year out of school. Like, <laughs> fuck, that's going quick. But yeah, you know like, what? Like, can't, I still don't know what I want to do. Who cares? Neither. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll just fucking go with the flow. Kind of bro, thing. I'm 21. Like, like people ask me what you want to do. Like you see family, friends, adults on a night out, yeah. whatever, even people our age. The generic question we all resort to is, what do you want to do with yourself, mate? Yeah. What are you studying? Are you, yeah. Where do you work? What do you do for a living? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and then everyone goes like, oh, tell them exactly what I'm doing. I say, yeah, I'm doing a Bachelor of Security Studies at Macquarie. I want to get in the Federal Police. And then they go, fuck, you switched on, mate. And yeah. I'm, but it's like, it's like, I don't know if I'm switched on. It's just something I've got an interest in. But then the next person that they ask, it might be like, or um, I don't really know what I'm doing with myself at the moment. I'm sort of working at a cafe and blah, blah. You know what? That's fucking okay. Yeah, bro. Like, but I think there definitely is a weight of that. Like, I definitely feel myself, like, expectation. Mm. Like, I feel like expectation to, like, succeed. Do you know what I mean? Like, but I think I place that on myself more than other people do. Yeah. Like, I don't think people, like, really give a fuck. Like, if you want to be, go be, like, a garbage man or a fucking, you want to do, like 
anything. You literally want to do anything. I don't think anybody actually, like, at the end of the day cares. No. It's just you're placing internal pressure on yourself exactly. to, like, exceed expectations kind of thing. And you know what no one's ever said? Call it cringe, but... When they say, what do you want to be? What do you want to do with yourself? I've never heard anyone just say, I want to be happy. I want to have... Yeah, right. I want to have a family. Like, I I obviously want to have a family. But when someone immediately goes to you, what do you do with yourself? What do you want to be? Why don't... don't, Like, as blokes, we say, first and foremost, mate, I want to be a dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's always a career-driven thing. It's always a career-driven. And I I get why. Don't get me wrong. It's because I think there's like... Yeah, as I said before, like, it comes back to like, what you think social pressures are you think exactly. like in a social setting people respect you more based off your profession yeah and um, whereas I don't think that's actually like really a thing like I don't no. think people like give a fuck no exactly at the end and of the day I think your job your job realistically is just another word for an enabler like your job enables you to yeah. afford to be a good dad because like the way that the world is you need money to survive yeah um, so to speak but look I I want to be remembered, say, after I pass away. I want to be remembered for being a good dad. I don't care how good of a police officer I was. Yeah. I want to be remembered for being a good dad and a good person. you got to be an all right police officer, but don't break <laughs> too many rules. You know? No. Don't be the corrupt one. <laughs> no, of course. No. Of course. Yeah, always. Um, yeah, the law's always at the front of my mind, I promise. I think, um, but as well, mate, so like going back to the job, the whole job like thing and stuff as well. Like, fuck, I'd rather work a job where I earn like a quarter as much money but actually semi like fairly enjoy it compared yeah. to like and that's not even like there's probably a point in your life where you're like oh I just want to make some money to like yeah. set you up a bit yeah but for the most part I want to do a job and that's why like the first year out of school I like obviously felt that pressure like I had to like choose my path have some sort of direction. I started a degree and I realized oh no I don't like this at all hmm. And so I think like the best decision I made was I, was, I just deferred it and just said, no, like I'm, I don't enjoy that. I'll just take like another year off to like figure out what I really want to do. Yeah. And now I'm doing something like at uni and like about to finish like that degree at the end of the year that I actually like really enjoy and like have a passion for. And, I think, and it makes work going to like work and doing that kind of shit like a lot easier. Yeah, definitely. Like, seeing how you've been, obviously, it was a couple of years ago now, but seeing the difference in your mood and perspective on life when you were doing... It was engineering, hey? Yeah, yeah, like construction. Construction, sorry, construction management. Um, You then, to versus you now doing it, obviously, your strength and conditioning with the Roosters boys and... And fucking, you just got an internship or whatever it was at the dogs. Is that right? Yeah. Let's go. Cheers to that. Breaking news. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. One percent are exclusive. Yeah. But like, I feel like you're you're much happier. I also feel like as well, being twenty one, we've got more of a level head on our shoulders, which helps. Yeah. Um. But again, like hats off to you, Coin. Like I'm as a mate, I'm saying this, and I might not have as much meaning as if your dad said it to you. But like, fuck, I'm proud of you, eh? Like, fuck, cheers, <laughs> right? That actually means a lot. Like, you actually made the switch because you realised it wasn't something you wanted to do. You weren't... Look, if we lived in a time where we grew up in the 50s and 60s, maybe like our grandparents, you probably would have just stuck at um, fucking construction management because it was... You had to pick and stick back then. Yeah, I know. But you know what they also didn't do? They didn't talk about mental health. Yeah. So I feel like times are changing and they're changing for the better. Don't get me wrong. 
but it's just important to stay on top of that and obviously yeah um what goes on inside your head guys is is the most important thing that runs the rest of your life as i said mental health influences everything and yeah. I, I honestly i do stand by that once you sort your mental health everything else falls into place yeah you might have put on a little bit of weight your physical health you yeah. might not be able to get fucking 10 10.1 in the beep test <laughs> but if you're happy then that's Fuck all it. that's all that matters eh? Fuck it, eh? 100% Definitely, but Meso as well, like you opened up a little bit, so like I kind of want to open up a little bit now, but similar timing of life actually, like that lady, uh, that last year of school, that was actually like for me personally as well, the toughest like time of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like as I said before, it probably was an accumulation of things like the pressure, the HSC, like definitely another thing I reckon as well, like my older brother, like, he's, like, really smart and, like, that kind of stuff. I, I probably thought, like, a, there was a bit of, like, family expectation to do well in the HSC. I actually don't think the pressure was, like, my, like, anxiety and, like, honestly, like, I probably had, like, depression in year 12 as well. Like, I was pretty, like, fucked up. Like, I don't know whether you remember. I put on a lot of weight at that time that, um, yeah, it was just, I think it was a byproduct as well. Like, similar to yourself, you said you stopped playing footy. I stopped playing footy that year. Um, I was getting injury after injury. And I don't know whether you remember, actually, that year I had a really bad back. I do. It was like yeah. a, it was kind of like a chronic back problem. And something that actually, like, fuck this, it's kind of like hard to say, but something that, like, fucked me up a lot was, like, all our mates, like, used to just, like, pay out on me for my back. But it was something that, like, fucked me up like mentally kind of thing yeah and i was like really like would feel shit after like people would say stuff like it'd, it'd hit you where it hurts yeah because like i actually couldn't like my back pain was so bad that i couldn't get out of bed some days yeah. and i think that was like contrasted with like like some days i literally said to my mom like i'm not going to school today because i felt so shit like and it was kind of like just a shit time in my life. Like I didn't really reach out like to anybody at that point, mm. but it was like really hard. Like year 12 for me, was like, I had no confidence. Like I didn't want to like meet new people. I didn't want to like, I actually didn't want to like leave the house when I was a time. Like on my weekends, if there was like parties and shit, I would just like rather stay home and watch TV by myself. Like okay, at home. work or? Yeah. Like I, I worked a lot. Like I just didn't want to like see anybody like all that kind of shit. And I think, I think for me, like, personally, like, I want to, like, ask you as well, like, what yeah. kind of things you do to try and get out, like, get into better mental health, like, better mindset kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think myself personally was just trying to, like, I think my physical health, like, helps my mental health more than anything. And I think, for me, exercising is, like, my, like, be all, not be all and end all, but, like, the genesis for me having, like, really good mental health, like... Yeah. And that was kind of something that got me out of it. Like, it was like a long process of physio and that for my back. But I just remember my back just not being, like, I had to go home from school some days. Like, probably more from my mindset. Like, I was very, like, sheltered. Like, I didn't really, like, feel like talking to anybody about it. But as soon as I started to, like, try and take steps towards helping my back and, like, Mm. doing all these things to, like, strengthen it make it better that's when I like started feeling better, like, and I like had more self-efficacy kind of thing. Yep. 
And I, I think, Quinn, on the back of that, the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway I took from you saying that, and I, I do appreciate you talking about that because, and look, I'm, I'm sorry, I was probably one of those mates that just yeah, paid, paid well, out I on don't, you back in yeah, the day. Yeah, like, at the same time as well, I don't, like, blame anyone because, like, how can you blame somebody for, like, for saying something that they don't know about? Like, I'm sure if they knew, like, what hmm. it actually, like, like how it affected somebody, they wouldn't say it. Like, yeah. like, and all my mates are like, great. Like, and it's not even exactly. paying out on any of it at all. Yeah, and it's a, like, it's a shit excuse for me to say, but I'll say it anyway. Like, bro, eighteen year old boys. Yeah, yeah I know. That's, yeah. that's what we were. Yeah, it is a like we were so like naive and just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, and then bro, the like, first the first opportunity you would have to roast someone, you would roast. I mean, someone. You I would probably did the same thing, bro. Like, I, oh. I and I wouldn't even realize it. It's, it wouldn't be unless somebody told me about it. You know what? Like, and I didn't even know because at the time, I feel like it's still to a degree now. Like on a night out and stuff like that, we go to the first opportunity to get a laugh rather than look after your mates yeah 100% and I know I know that I've probably been a cunt at times to my mates because I've I've been trying to be funny in front of other people and that's not the way it should be I I know right now I'm a hypocrite in saying this because I'll probably do it again I'm, I'm not discrediting that um, but I think it's just about being more mindful about what we say to our mates and obviously again yeah. as, as young males too it is very important we're like and we're big on it now but pick your mates up Opposed, yeah. to, opposed to putting them down and obviously or just message them even well yeah but like, yeah and school is a time like i know that we've actually got a few younger listeners boys if you're at school at the moment maybe just be a little bit more mindful of what you say to your mates yes yeah. you don't know what they're going through and especially at that age you are way too scared to speak up i can speak from experience there. i probably wouldn't have told anyone about my feelings like yeah. mates was only, only yeah. person i would have told would be my mum yeah i reckon and because yeah. your mum knows similar, your mum yeah. knows best um yeah. Shout out to all the mums. Oh, fucking love them. Mums are the best. Mum, mate. Yeah. Well, I'm, a mummy's, out, mum. wait, I'm a mummy's boy. I don't even give a fuck, bro. I'm the biggest mummy's boy. But yeah, guys, 100%. Just, it, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be in touch with your emotions. You're not any less masculine. Um, just honestly, just stay true to yourself and your core beliefs. And coin going back as well to what you said, how you felt your physical health went into your mental health. I also want to stress that to those out there who might not be that sporty, who might not play a team sport, um, that's okay too. Like bro, if even you, a walk. Yeah. Like just Yeah, honestly, exercise is key. But exercise and sunlight, bro. Again, <laughs> but look at look at the other things I said, right? So obviously for us too, I feel like I can apply that to both. That's why we're mates, because we have similar interests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I can both go to the gym. We could be having a shit day. Like I guarantee if you and I wanted to right now, we could go to the gym. Like we've had a big day, don't get me wrong. And we're yeah. feeling a little bit down probably because we're talking about this, but if we go to the gym straight after this podcast, yeah, we'd be on top of the world. Yeah, 100%. Because it just releases those chemicals in us. I know that it would do the same for those people, but if you're not in a position to be able to pick yourself up and go to the gym, that's okay because I am someone who really likes my own company when I'm not in the best headspace too. Yeah. I, I feel like I've, like, not to sound like a fuckwit, but I feel like I've got a really good balance of wanting to spend time with my mates, my yeah. family, my girlfriend, and also spend time with myself. Yeah. I think that that's important. Yeah. Oh, but like you're you have to, you have to enjoy yeah. your own company. Yeah. Enjoy that. That's something. Yeah. That I think has definitely changed myself as well. Like obviously in that year 12 period I was talking about, I wasn't probably enjoying my own company and I, I would think too much. I think, like, because I spent so much time, like... In your own head? In my own head. Yeah, literally just in my own head, just, like... 
and just thoughts would be going everywhere kind of thing. Mm. But ne- like I literally just enjoy like now at the end of the day, just like having some time myself and just doing something, working yeah. on something I'm passionate about or just like yeah. being by myself and just being like, fuck, this is actually sick. Yeah. Like, yeah, like just, just, just chilling and unwinding and all that kind of bullshit. Yeah, I, again, it goes back to, like we said before, with booking the New Zealand holiday, give yourself something to look forward to. That for us was a long-term goal because we know we've got to save towards and it and that sort of thing. That like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also give yourself little daily goals, I think. For me today, I started work at 7.30 this morning, work till 5. Yeah, I know that that's like typical tradie hours and whatever. Call me a pussy. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but like all day I've been looking forward to doing this, this with you, yeah. opening up with my little talk, having a beer, and then after this I'm going over to my girlfriend's house. I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, I think that you got to give yourself little daily wins to look forward to. And then set yourself some long, longer term goals too. So is that like your main? Because like, as I talked about before, like a few like strategies that you found like helpful for yourself. Obviously, I said like the physical fitness. I yeah. think for me, because because like my whole like world, like even the job I want to go into is revolved around like physical fitness. Yeah. And I think that's like like I actually think a catalyst for me going into like what I'm going into was the like injuries and stuff. I kind of had that made me so bad like mentally and that kind of thing and that's why i actually empathize with a lot of people like even like athletes because that's the path i want to go down like when they have injuries because you think you take something away that like they've done their whole it's life part of their identity it, yeah it's literally their identity yeah like it, that's like the main thing you got to talk about like their identity what they like identify as all those guys identify as like a sports person and i did as well like i identified as like a footy player yeah and like you take that away and it's like you kind of get it like in an identity crisis like or like who am i like all that kind of bullshit and yeah so i think i think the like physical health for me that's why like i really love and now i've always found that no matter like how busy i get in life i always got to try and find time to like just exercise as you were talking about before finding happiness like in yourself like yeah. And there are times I can find happiness in myself. Like, I feel like I accomplish something when I go exercise, whether that's gym, go for a run, yeah. that kind of thing. I'm accomplishing something. So, it, like, builds my self-efficacy, builds confidence, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, there's that. And so, like, the other thing I was going to ask, like, stra- like strategy-wise, like, yeah. I know you're into, like, you're, like, breathing and all that kind of stuff. Do you yeah, think that's, sure. like, kind of help- helped you? Because I think another thing for me, stress-wise as well, before, like, I sit in an exam for uni or something's I'm very nervous for, have like a lot of anxiety build up about even literally just doing some really deep breathing for about 30 seconds. Yep. It just like seems like my mind clears, like yep. everything that's racing through my mind just it goes is. away and I just feel a lot better about. You, I feel like you feel very in tune with your body when you can control your breath. That's a big thing. Yeah, that's, well, yeah, you kind of just, yeah, that's what I feel like. Um, and I'll, I'll open up a little bit about this too, Coin. When I went to therapy as a young bloke when we were in primary school, the methods that he gave me, one of them stuck with me, which I have, haven't done for a long time. But when I find myself anxious before going to sleep at night, yeah. he used to say, and obviously, take, like, bear in mind, I was eight, nine years old. Yeah. Um, and he goes, think of a colour. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's simple. So I'd go, and I always thought of like a a sort of bright colour, one that I like, so your greens, oranges, 
reds, yellows, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'd go, or blue. Um, and I'd go, okay, orange. And then he'd go, name as many things as you can that are orange. Picture yeah. yourself in a room. It's like a, it's like a green screen, so to speak, but it's everything's orange. And then yeah. all around you, you're going through a walk as a little bloke and everything's orange. So I'd be like, okay, there's a pile of oranges on the floor. There's a pile of basketballs over there. There's fucking a tiger over in that yeah, part of yeah, it. Yeah. And then I don't know how, but I always fell asleep. So that was something that I did when I was young. Um, when I went to therapy in year 12, um, he gave me a few breathing exercises and stuff as well. Yeah. Um, and a big thing with me being able to cope with obviously like the fear of death and stuff, because I didn't think it was very common. Um, but he t- he assured yeah, me that he right. had like you can't obviously disclose confidential information. But he said I've got a few clients who are here for the same thing. Yeah, and then that made me feel a lot better. Also, yeah, so I yeah. didn't feel like a freak. Like yeah. I didn't um, yeah feel like an outcast or anything yeah. like that. So he him saying that was a massive help, but also him saying like what are some positives about death and i was like bro like what <laughs> nothing good comes out of death and then he goes and then he goes <laughs> he goes he goes think about it and i was like oh i guess that life would kind of get boring and then he goes mate there's only so many episodes on netflix you can watch there's only yeah, so much of like, so fucking hell, exactly even the and new like uh outer banks this season i'm like bro i feel like I'm just <laughs> dragging on kind yeah. of like. but he's yeah he said like oh i said life would get boring and he just goes Mate, you're right. Like, death actually gives life purpose. Yeah, that is true. And, and it is, and as much as we say, oh, it's not the be all end all, death is. Like, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, it can't get much worse, sorry really. To say, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like, sorry uh, to drop a massive bombshell, <laughs> yeah, but. If you didn't know already. You're probably going to die. <laughs> breaking news, we all die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, so good, eh? But. It sort of put things in perspective for me. It makes me enjoy the little things more. Um, and a couple of years ago, when I first started working at JB, actually, I um, got closer with a few boys that I'd met when I was younger. I'll, um, I'll say, yeah, Jack and, um, or as we call him, Bongs and, and Nat. And we started, and Jono actually as well from high school. Um, we started going for morning swims. Yeah. And they introduced me to Wim Hof, which is, the, I think he's Austrian. I always get that wrong. But yeah, the breathing. Yeah, he does his breathing and his ice baths and like swims like in his undies out in the fucking Arctic Sea and all that fucking bullshit. He's just fucking yeah. a cold freak. They introduced me to him. I started getting into my morning swims. I've now done a few ice baths since that, since then, or plenty of ice baths since I first started hanging out with them. Yeah. And then also the Wim Hof meditation breathing technique, which is just, I think it's about 11 minutes. Yeah. You do three rounds of breathing. You pretty much make yourself hyperventilate and then you hold your breath out. So rather than hold your breath in, you hold it out. So your lungs are empty yeah. and you can actually hold your breath for way longer. Honestly, the first few times I've done it and still on occasion now, I wake up, I call it waking up because it's fucking, you're pretty much in like a trance. Yeah. I wake up from doing that, I feel like a new person. Yeah. Honestly, every time I honestly yeah, feel like reborn. Yeah, it feels like you're cooked. Like, I don't know how to destroy you, You're on like a high, dead set. You like, just smoke like 30 Yeah, days. dead set. But yeah, it's, it's all natural. And it's just, it's because um, obviously you're getting so much oxygen in and getting all the carbon dioxide out that yeah. you're, you're just honestly, it feels like you're high. 
and Are you every sure time you're not doing DMT. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, maybe <laughs> someone spiked. <laughs> someone spiked my air. Yeah, while your eyes are closed, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they are closed. So true. Um, but honestly, yeah, coin. I think obviously I've gone from being a little bloke from thinking about a color to now obviously worried about my breath work and doing exercise and that sort of thing. Progress. And yeah, it is progress, and you obviously things change, so it's okay for if something works for you one time, right, and you're not feeling the best. Say you go for a walk. And then the next time you feel shit, so you're like, I felt good going for a walk last time, so I'll go for a walk again. If that walk doesn't feel good, that's okay. Don't fucking beat yourself up because that walk wasn't that great. Yeah. Like, try something else. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I think and even little steps, like you talked about before, like people might not be like this, like they don't, yeah, not very involved in sport or that kind of thing. Yeah. You don't have to be, like as little as like, you know, I've like kind of learned through your degree, like older people with like kind of chronic decisions, um, diseases and that kind of stuff like if you can literally just get them to walk to their mailbox and back that's a win bro oh, like that's literally like you don't even realise that like for, for like it's all like relative to each person like if you can just get a little bit out of them mm. that's just a, that's a massive win and you don't even realise it at the time like, yeah. it's, it's massive but yeah yeah, I, I wanted to touch on briefly as well you said the, the goal thing that's something I resonate with as well yep I found the past like a year, year and a half, that's been something that I like do all the time. Like constant goal set, um, constant goal setting, especially yearly. I'm like a big person, and I actually don't think you need to reach your goals a lot of the time. Like, I think it's all. I think it's actually okay to like reach it like high, and because I I've got this like kind of thought process that if you reach like it's kind of like a cringe quote, but it's like. Um, if you uh, shoot for the moon, because even if you fall short, you're still among the stars. So oh, like, yeah. kind of just like Good shoot, inspire. shoot. High. I feel like if you shoot higher, and even if you fall short, like you're still like better than what you would have been if you like. But also at the same time, you kind of got to make your um, goals like the acronym I kind of use is SMART, like specific, measurable, measurable, attainable, attainable, attainable. same thing. Fuck, I don't even yeah. know. I'm just making them up at this point. Realistic, um, realistic and time based. Yeah. Um, and that that's kind of like what I kind of do now. The yearly ones, obviously, are time based. But then day to day goals, like I'm gonna go do this today. Mm. That just kind of gets you like in a mindset, like you know what you're gonna do. Mm. Once you achieve that, that feels good, even if it's something little. Like, oh, I'm gonna go fucking. A goal today is just read ten pages of a book. That's something that takes five minutes, but it's like it does, yeah. once you achieve it, it's like a release of dopamine because yeah, you've is. like achieved it kind of thing. Yeah, of course. And um, and the other thing I wanted to touch on real quick was you said about the, like getting up early in the mornings. Like, yeah, I think like I don't know whether it's like exactly right. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like obviously you probably watch like Andrew Huberman and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but he even says like that if you get sunrise in the first hour of like at least 15 minutes or something of, of sunlight in yeah, the first energy. hour of your day gives you so much more energy That's like awesome. releases all these like hormones yeah. like um it's like just the dopamine release, all that kind of bullshit as well. It's and I think that's essential skin. as well. That's something I've tried to like implement a lot more. Mm. Just try when I get up, instead of just like going straight into my uni or just sitting inside, just go outside and just like be in the sun, like and just let be in direct sunlight. Call it Don't something. I feel like don't let it be that artificial light from your phone or any sort, oh, no, of, any yeah. sort of screen. I really try to limit it. It's hard. It is I, hard. <laughs> everyone listening to this podcast is going to be like, fuck, it's hard. Because 
my first tendency when I wake up is to just get on my phone and just sit in bed for about half an hour. It is. And, and yeah, I really, it's you, something that's really hard to try and break the cycle. Yeah, yeah before you go to bed, we're always go to bed on your phone. Well, um, yeah, when you wake up in the morning, you always go on your phone. I actually did this challenge, Queen. It was, it's, it's been 12 months. Like, time fucking flies. Mm. But I did um, a challenge with, with bongs, actually, and we both did, yeah. it, did it for a month. And we did it in February because it's a little bit shorter, so you feel like it's a bit more achievable. Yeah, yeah, Obviously, yeah. 28 days opposed to 31. Yeah. Um, and the goal, one of the things that we did a few things, like all the morning swims and stuff like that, like had to do them like at least three or four days a week. Um, we did no chalky for a month, yeah. like all that sort of stuff. That, that was the most fucked one, no chalky for a month. Yeah. <laughs> I did that last year. Yeah, yeah. fucking good on you, eh? We couldn't even go a month. I need to try and do that again, um, But the other one was have a glass of water before you check your phone. So you had to get yourself out of bed. Yeah, that's the thing, getting out of bed, eh? That's the thing, you really struggle. Once you're out of bed, you're sweet. Exactly, and like you weren't allowed to touch your phone until you had a glass of water. Fuck, that's smart, eh? Yeah, and like you can't keep the glass of water next to your bed, you've got to go up and get it. See, little little psychology tricks like that, you don't even realise. Exactly, and it's a little win, in a sense. Like, going back to what you said as well, obviously, like, some people like us, we view 10 pages as fuck all. Yeah. If your goal is, if you're in a state where it is hard to get out of bed, Yeah set your goal as just being get out of bed. It doesn't matter yeah. how big or small you shoot. Yeah. Obviously, do something that's going to be... It, it is going to give you that dopamine release. That's what we want. Yeah. But we understand that big a big goal for us might be, fuck, I want to be able to run 10Ks yeah. without breaking stride. A big goal for someone else who's maybe not in the, be- big, sorry, in the best headspace is get out of bed. Yeah, bro. Small steps. You got to... Everyone starts somewhere. Yeah, and it doesn't matter where you are along your journey. You yeah. just, if you increasingly get better and you're always like striving to do a little bit more, set your goals a little bit higher each time. If you get one percent better each day, one percent better each day, <laughs> you're going to be a million percent better by the time it's your time to that's, go. That's some quick maths right there. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, Queen, we've actually we've rambled on for a little while. Fuck, we've rambled on for a while. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I could talk for a long time about this though. I feel like we it's could. actually really good, like you kind of open up a bit because it like gets it off your chest, and yeah. then you kind of get thinking into stuff. And like we want to kind of just give insight into like the people listening that our lives aren't perfect either. Fuck no. And like it's actually really nice. Like I found this yeah. actually therapeutic to like yeah. be talking about this like, kind you, of shit. You guys might only listen to our podcast right for one hour and ten minutes a week, or however long the fucking yeah. thing goes for. If that one hour and ten minutes. It, it picks you up when you're having a shit day. Like, that's all we want. We want to be able to make you laugh. Yeah. Um, whether it be at us or with us, we don't care. Just as long as you crack a smile. That's, yeah. all, that's all we want. But just know as well, away from this podcast, it is only... I know that we put a little bit of time into it on social media, but it is only an hour of our day... Of our week, sorry, that we sit in front of the microphone. It's not all... Yeah, as Colleen said before, it's not all sunshine and roses um, away from this either. Like... Coin and I are definitely going to go to bed happier tonight having had this conversation. But you know what? We might wake up tomorrow on the wrong side of the bed and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Exactly. Um, that, that's another good point to bring up, mate. So I think this is like, like the podcast for me in general is just like something you talk about the look forward to thing every week. I actually look forward to like this podcast. I fucking love seeing like you. Like we, <laughs> we kind of like said it originally when we first started this that I might have said this before on the podcast that. We kind of started it to just make sure we see each other like every week. Yeah. Like, I think it's actually a smart idea to like, because life, you can get caught up in life sometimes and you don't yeah. see people like you enjoy spending time with and that, but it's 
when you've got like like we got to commit to this yeah, now. We do. Like, hey, like, we people are actually much... relying on us as yeah. cringe as it sounds. <laughs> Sorry, I've got bro, kids now. Bro, I had someone crazy. say to me on the weekend, like, bro, that week that you just dropped an episode on a Wednesday rather than a Monday had the worst Monday but, ever. And I was like, don't tell me yeah, that. Like, yeah. we got children to feed yeah. and shit, bro. Yeah, like, exactly right. <laughs> that's good. But that's good to hear that uh, somebody out there is, is relying on us to drop it on the Monday. Uh, yeah, if we're, if we're making a difference, that's all that we can ask for as well. But yeah, like I said, guys, it's, it's okay not to be okay. I think that's the main thing that we're we're trying to stress at the moment um also if if you find yourself listening to this podcast by yourself which i, f- I feel like most people listen to listen to podcasts alone whether you're lying on your bed with your airpods in whether you're in the car on the way to work whether you've you're taking a break from uni you're out on the deck you're having a beer whatever um i want this to be a bit of a challenge for you put your phone down as soon as we finish this episode which will be in a couple of minutes and Go sit with a loved one, whether it be a friend, a family member, and just talk. It doesn't have to be about mental health. Yeah, no, just enjoy their company. I don't care if you fucking you walk in there and you start roasting each other because one of them's got a shit haircut. Yeah. But just go have some sort of interaction, please. Like, yeah. you might be listening to this. This might be your first podcast of three that you've got to listen to on your way to work in the morning. But yeah. as soon as you get to work, make that effort to have a conversation with someone and just lighten up their day because I guarantee the smile on their face will lighten up yours as well. Yeah, that, that's good, Meso. And um, just to finish it all off, uh, before we go into our song and quote of the week, yeah. during this interlude music, just think about something that makes you happy as well. Yeah. And that's that. All right. Thanks, guys. the long-awaited welcome back from the interlude music i know you've been waiting for it all episode and to finish us off today Meso, like usual we're doing our song of the week followed by inspiration of the week i'm gonna ask you firstly what's your song of the week this week uh coin i actually had a bit of a nostalgic hit this week and rediscovered an old song from my childhood i was listening to it in the car the other day and yeah um yeah the missus actually put it on in the car and goes this is my favorite song as a kid and i was like Holy fuck, this is a banger, bro. Like, I fully forgot about oh, it. Oh, and you, you were like, she's the one. She's oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nearly got down on a knee in the car. <laughs> oh, you're so that guy. Oh, no, yeah. We've talked about it before. Oh, digging myself a hole. Hey, we just spoke about being nice to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah That's why I said it, because I knew you couldn't roast me. <laughs> um, but, Coin, it's called Jet Lagged by Simple Plan. Like, I'll play... Actually, I don't want to play it on the podcast, because I want everyone to, like, go out and, like, give it a Jet listen. And I just feel like I've heard it. I would have heard it. I you have. Have a, you have a hundred percent, but simple plan, bro. They've got some bangers from back in the day, and jet lagged is one of them, man. It's fucking hectic. There we go. Yeah, beautiful, inspirational. My one, uh, my one, myself, mate. So we actually watched Creed the other day. Uh, Creed three, really good movie. Michael B. Jordan. Shout out to my boy Michael B. Michael B. Baby. <laughs> both Michael Jordan. Shout out to both of them. <laughs> Please come on the podcast. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's the end goal, I reckon. Both of those Michael Jordans. Like the one, that. the one with Michael Jordans. Yeah, both, both at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> yeah. But um, there's a song called Adonis Interlude in there. It's only about a minute, minute and a half long, but it's got that like. You just ooh. love your interlude music. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, a smart fella. <laughs> and you're a fact miller. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do love my interlude music, Meso. And the, I also said to you before this, I love the name Adonis. So yeah. they mix really well together. Oh, so. yeah. I'll tell you what actually kind of sounds grommy. Yeah. Adonis Norris. 
That's sick. Yeah. I'm sold, Fuck. bro. I'm Fuck actually up. sold with that. Wait, I'm not even lying. Wait, I'm going to I'm gonna marry like a, <laughs> a, a darker complexion lady. Um, <laughs> well said. And um, yeah, that's settled. Adonis Norris. Wait, I'm actually going to be that cut if I'm not the godfather of a kid with a name that awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have to be the godfather. <laughs> Wait, I'm not naming my kid like something like Blaine. It's going to be no, like it has, to, it has to have some flavour. Like not like Mason or anything. Oh, yeah, like, no, <laughs> no joke. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Donna's interlude. Um, only a minute and a half, but who's in it? J. Cole. The six song, as I was saying before, it's got that like kind of old school vibe, but like new like mm. new rappers in it kind of thing. Like like, it's got, it could be like a Jay-Z, like OG vibe. Yeah, it's got like, well, I was kind of saying before, it kind of sounds a bit like a... Like a Mob Deep or like NWA like type yeah, like vibe. That, that probably hip hop. Like. Yeah, like that. Yeah, OG. Yeah, like that OG yeah. shit. Straight out of Compton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, Meso, moving on. Oh, I'll do my inspo first, actually, Meso, as usual, because we know you're the inspirational guy. <laughs> and um, actually, off the back of it, I, I didn't say it before, but I appreciate you opening up and, and that kind of thing. I actually find you, myself, inspirational. Um, so I'm gonna say that, I'm but get, I'm stuck tearing up. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> well, I just wanted to get that off my chest as well because you definitely commended me before, and I'm not just trying to like make it equal now, but I actually do appreciate you, and you're somebody um, I want to be like as well in life. So oh, I love you, eh? Um, but this is my quote for the week, May. So it's a bit of a longer one for myself, and I, I know I'm normally the cringe quote guy. He's, he's and this to turn is it around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this is a bit of a longer one, so I'm just going to get straight into it. Um, you don't become confident by shouting affirmations in the mirror, but rather by having a stack of undeniable proof that you are who you say you are. Outwork your self-doubt. Fuck, man. That, that was, that's powerful. That's powerful, yeah. eh? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that on the internet somewhere, so shout out to whoever said that. But, like, <laughs> but I thought that was really deep, bro, because, like, I think a lot of people sometimes they try and um, like they kind of just like will say they're somebody they're not just to feel good about themselves. But yeah. at the end of the day, bro, just, like just have a stack of undeniable proof yeah. that you are like who you say you are. That, that That's real confidence, I feel like. 100%. I think that's where confidence is born, knowing that you're... You're him, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, I am him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think um, Adonis Norris is going to have that written on his wall. I'm like a mirror. Hundred percent, bro. Well, <laughs> not on his mirror because he's got it. He's as I said in the quote, mate. It's not by looking at yourself in the mirror and saying it. Yeah. It's about going and doing it. Fucking oath. And Meso, what's yours? Coin. Mine's a little bit more simplistic, but it comes back to what we've spoken about about mental health. And um, my my beautiful mum gave me this one. Um, cause I actually, like I read her the little speech as well before I gave it just to make sure that obviously you got to get your mum's approval on things yeah. always. doesn't matter what yeah. it is. <laughs> well, PR, mum's the PR. Hey, mum, I'm buying a new pair of shoes. Fuck, I'm buying a new shirt. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You just got to run everything by your mum. Yep. Um, and she said to me, she, she said, she didn't actually comment on the speech itself, but she just goes, Mace, a problem shared is a problem halved. And that yeah. really, that really hit me. That um, is so true. Yeah. It it just hard, uh, getting the weight off your shoulders. Halves the weight instantly, eh? Exactly. You Probably go more than half, honestly. Honestly. Like, like a problem shared, a problem quartered, bro. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I'd go, like, that far. Like, say, especially when it bottles up like that. Like, you get to the top of that bottle and everything just feels like it's come crumbling down. You're about to burst. If you relieve one part of that tension, it feels like the whole thing is gone. 
Yeah. Like a problem shared is a problem halved. It is a problem halved. It is a problem quartered. Whatever you want to say. But yeah. Hundred percent. Just get it off your chest. Communication is key. Again, talk is cheap. So yeah, use it to your advantage. Hundred percent, guys. Uh, so that's a wrap for this week. Yeah, I know it was probably a bit more deeper today, but I think a lot of people get a lot of stuff out of like what we talked about today, and it was actually really good to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I dare say though, uh, next week Meso will be into some. Uh, Really light and funny stuff again. Yeah. Um, so, we'll another, mate, there's something to look forward to every week here. It doesn't matter what it's going to be. Uh, so, you never know what's what's up for next week. Uh, tune in this Monday, next Monday, the Monday after, yep. the Monday for the rest of eternity. Yeah, guys, we're full of surprises. We'll keep it coming. Coin, before I cut the episode off, I just want to give you a hug, eh? Boom. <laughs> Let's do it. Fucking love you, mate. Fuck. That's my boy right there. Wait, give you a little pat. Back I did like yeah. backpack so they could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only picking up on the yeah, mic. Hey. Alright, right, catch you the ones. Love you. See you guys.